This is MSG Mic'd Up with the latest news and stories from across the joint base. Welcome back, everyone, to MSG Mic'd Up. Today, back on the podcast, we have A1C Heather Vasquez, and she's going to discuss some dorms tips and tricks. So, Heather, first off, a few questions about yourself. How long have you been in the Air Force? A little over a year now. All right. And you work in the flight kitchen. Yes, sir, I do. Was it one of your choices that you were looking for when you were coming in? Not necessarily. Services definitely picked me. <laughs> How have you liked it so far? I love it. I'm such a people person, so the whole customer service interaction works for me. I think I'm doing good at it. Cool. So today, you're here to talk about some dorm tips and tricks that you put together. Because right now, all the airmen in the dorms at JBMDL are on BAS Type 2, which is the most BAS that you can get, because Halverson Hall is down for a renovation. Yes. How's it gone so far? I didn't see too much of a change, because I wasn't in very long oh, right. until we started getting the BAS Type 2. So it's kind of been my normal paycheck since I've joined, so I should be in for a little awakening when it goes away. Mm, okay. But... Leading up to getting the BAS Type 2 and Halverson Hall closing down, we definitely did get a few briefings, airmen saying, don't go buy new cars or do anything crazy with your money because it's going to go away. So there was that kind of like skepticism for the airmen to make sure they use it for what it's for. There was some concern. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So have you all been able to figure out how to cook your own food and do things like that? Or do you think most airmen are eating fast food? I think there's definitely, I wouldn't say half and half, but there's definitely a large group of airmen who have depended on fast food or picking up fast food for the week and Mm -hmm. just keeping it in the fridge because not every dorm has a kitchen shared. Some of the dorms have their own kitchen that roommates share. Some of them have no kitchen and then some have one that the whole dorm shares. So it's a hit or miss. It's a little hard. Some airmen go back and forth from their dorm to another to cook or use a friend's kitchen. So that's kind of helpful. And then some just have to do microwave meals every night. So yeah. Okay. Well, it should be exciting when Halverson Hall opens back up. I know it's we're going to Food 2.0. Food 2.0, right. Food 2.0. And so there should be some pretty awesome options in there Very for different. airmen when it opens back up. Yes. So you put together a list of tips and tricks. So what's the first item on your on your list? So the first item was kind of going off of what we just spoke about, um, cooking in the dorms, uh, meal prepping. Meal prepping has been a big one for me. So considering we do share a kitchen in my dorm and a lot of people try to use it, you try to use it as quick and efficiently as possible so mm-hmm. you don't take up too much time or use too much of the oven before someone can because people have the same schedules and some people need to get in and out. So meal prepping is a big one for me. And sheet pan mill. Sheet pan mill is just take a sheet pan, throw all kinds of things that you need on there all at once, cook it in the oven, and it gets a large amount of food cooked in a quick amount of time. And then you can just place it into reusable containers that you can use and wash at the end of the week every week. So that has been a huge money slash time saver for me. Sheet pan meal? I've never heard of this, but it is a great idea. It's... I don't think it's a term, but that's what no, it's, call it. No, it's a great way to describe it. So what are some I, things that you would put onto the, into it? Or what's what kind, what type of items? So just big rectangular sheet pan, as big as you need it. Um, put I usually put like four chicken breasts on there and put them in the middle. 
boil them up, season them up, however you want, vegetables on one side or vegetables on both sides. That's usually how I do it. And then put oil, saute them, however you want to season them, and then put them in the oven, and it all cooks at once. What's, what's the temperature and for how long? Um, so... 350 is usually what I do because it's safer for both of them. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to take it out halfway, take the vegetables out if they're getting too cooked or too soft, and then pop the chicken back in for as much longer as it needs to be till it temps out at a good temperature. That's usually a safer way to do it. <laughs> What's the temperature for chicken? 165. Okay. 165. That was funny because I you were describing it in detail, and then I realized that your flight kitchen, so you yes. know all these things. <laughs> yes, I know this. <laughs> this is my job. Oh yeah. Okay, awesome. Now, what's your favorite seasoning to put on it? On the chicken? Because sometimes if you go to the seasoning rack, it could be overwhelming because there's it so many. It is overwhelming. So a safe one for me, I don't know, kind of it's weird. It reminds me of home. I would definitely use onion powder, garlic powder, salt, pepper, and cumin a lot. Okay. Don't I don't tend to change it up much, unfortunately. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's my go-to for the chicken. Nice. It gives it a little bit of something. Okay, so. cool. Have you ever tried a slow cooker? No, okay. not in my dorm. I don't think we're allowed to have them in our dorm, mm -hmm. but not in the kitchen. We don't okay. have one in the kitchen. Okay. But I'm sure it'd be a lot more efficient. I've seen people use them, and you can cook stuff in there for hours, and then it's all done, and you that, can cook it all together. When I first entered the military, I learned how to cook with the slow cooker, and <laughs> it the advantage, well, or one thing about it is that you get more of like a roast type of meat, mm -hmm. and then you can cook it for three hours, four hours, so you're not worried about overcooking it by 10 minutes or something like mm -hmm. that and it's the same concept where you just put the meat in there and then a bunch of vegetables and then i would just leave it overnight yeah just throw it in so good one <laughs> i like the idea i like it it's a change up from what i consider for slow cooking so yeah good recommendation the sheet pan meal all right let's recap the temperature cook at 350 all together um, take out and kind of monitor it and take out like your vegetables or anything else you have besides the meat um, when once it gets tender enough or cooked enough to your liking and you can just pop in the pan of the meat the chicken the beef whatever you're cooking and let it cook for the rest of the time cool all right to 165 degrees fahrenheit for okay. the chicken. <laughs> all right what what do you have next so kind of how i said there's a large percentage of airmen who tend to get fast food and some who some who tend to just kind of cook at home and kind of try to figure it out so a better and cheaper option for fast food the flight kitchen the flight kitchen's open it's cash only but it's not very expensive not expensive at all i work there and we have better options we can make you a double cheeseburger with bacon if you want we can have curly fries we have buffalo wings we have french fries we have chili cheese dogs like it's a fast food level, but a lot cheaper and a lot more quicker. And it's on base. So if you're coming from lunch, uh, from lunch at work, it's your lunch break. You just come to the flight kitchen or on the flight line, and it's quick, and you can take it back in a to-go box to your workplace. So it's definitely an unhealthy option. But if you need your double cheeseburger <laughs> once a week, it's definitely cheaper. Do you have healthy options there? We do. So we have kind of the same type of meals we would make at Halverson Hall, um, just on a smaller scale because we are a smaller facility. Mm -hmm. We have our healthier options. We have our regular baked chicken daily. We have our steamed rice or other kinds of rice, our vegetables. So you have a healthier option and you have your quick fix if you need it. <laughs> All right. I love it. Marketing for the flight kitchen. <laughs> yes. Nice. Okay. Next up, what do you got? Also, so a lot of things that this is one that tends to get me 
kind of on a weekly basis, Starbucks. Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, the coffee in the morning, the coffee runs at work. Anytime someone says, we're making a Starbucks run or a Dunkin' run, I'm quick to raise my hand and hand over my money for them to give me a Starbucks drink. But something that I have kind of discipline myself into doing get a coffee maker in your dorm it's an investment Mm. it's a long-term investment but it's a lifesaver in the morning you could just pop your coffee in put it in a to-go cup and take it to work it is a lifesaver buy a creamer at the shop at or at the bx and it'll save you a ton of money and it is not much different and it'll do its job what type of coffee do you usually buy do you have a special preference about in terms of the grounds or the beans i tend to i have a keurig so okay. I can buy the little pods and all different kinds of crazy flavors that they have at Walmart or Target or in the BX. So I don't really have a preference. I tend to experiment a lot with okay. them. So yeah. like I'll get a regular like breakfast blend and then I'll get like a caramel honey latte mm, okay. <laughs> just to try. Yeah. So it really depends okay. on the day. <laughs> nice. All right. So get your own coffee maker. Get your own coffee maker. Long term investment, but it's a lifesaver. Also, another thing with the to go cups for the Starbucks and the dunkin donuts it kind of recycle on base first of all but if you do get a coffee maker in your dorm definitely get reusable cups because you can just rinse them out and wash them and use them every morning another thing that has kind of when i first got here i went to the bx and stacked up on paper plates and paper cups and paper bowls and plastic forks and spoons and knives and just every couple of weeks, I was restocking on, restocking on them, restocking on them. Granted, they're not that expensive, but it's definitely a reoccurring purchase that will add up. So buy a small pack of forks and knives and spoons and then a couple cups, couple a bowl, a plate, and just wash them. That's a great <laughs> it, it's suggestion. It's another step, but it's definitely so going to save money. It's simple, but it doesn't. Not everyone kind of sees it. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll quickly become a reoccurring purchase. And you'll, if you add up monthly, you'll see the difference. And if you do have to buy the plastic or the paper disposable ones, buy, try to buy in bulk. It's cheaper and you'll have more. It'll last longer. Another thing that becomes a reoccurring purchase that I've experienced too is water bottles. Mm. Buying cases of water bottles every two weeks from the BX. So expensive. <laughs> And they kind of don't last because I'm very notorious for opening a water bottle, drinking it, going to sleep, and then getting a cold one in the morning, and then the other one's half full sitting yeah. there. So that's kind of a reoccurring purchase that I was just wasting a lot of the time because then after two weeks of that water bottle sitting there, I just throw it away half yeah. full. Now, do you have a favorite type of water bottle? So you're talking about getting the water bottle with the cap on it that you refill period when it Yes, I have. So I have a hydro flask. My hydro flask has been my lifesaver. It keeps your water cold. I've had it in my car overnight with ice and water in it. And then the next day I come into my car and shake it and there's still ice in there. Oh, wow. So your ice, your ice water will stay cold. It'll keep, they have ones to keep your drinks hot if you need one for your coffee. And it has been a lifesaver and they're really easy to wash. You can buy a little like baby bottle brush to wash them if you get one that's hard to wash. And they're just lifesavers. This is a recommendation I need to take. So I, yes. I'm also guilty of get, buying water bottles and then not refill. Like I yeah. could just drink more water if I had a mm-hmm. water bottle that I carried with me. Mm-hmm. And when you and if I, my water does end up getting hot in my hydro flask, just like the other water bottles, the plastic ones, if they're hot, I'll just throw them away and get a cold one. I just refill it with cold water. Yeah. Do you have a water filter in your fridge? Or do you I just, do. Okay. That's another thing. I have one of the Brita pitchers, and so you just refill. Rechange the filter every month or two 
and it keeps the water cold. You can just pour it and refill it and it saves money. It saves yeah. single-use plastic on base. And so that kind of helps a lot. Nice. What do you have next? Next, I have dorm dinners. So dorm dinners happen once a month in dorm 2424, the day room. The chapel puts it on. It's full of food, full of people, completely free, good food. So come out to the dorm dinners. They're once a month, I believe, third Thursday every month. And just take advantage of them catering to the airmen in the dorms because I think it's well-deserved and it is definitely appreciated. The chapel puts it on. They do an amazing job. Dorm dinners. I have been out there a couple times and it is always excellent food. There's always a ton of people and always such good food. And there's always food left over. They'll be more than happy for you to take a container oh. back to your room with food left over. Nice. Okay. Also, right. the Red Cross on base over on Fort Dix, uh, every Tuesday has free food and snacks that you can go and take advantage of too. Where is that at? The Red Cross building yeah. over on Fort Dix. Okay. How, okay. And how do you usually get there? Like drive your car over there? Yeah, I just drive my car over there. It's kind of by Griffith Field House, a little okay. bit behind Got it, you. by the swimming pool. All right. I see on your notes also about carpooling. Carpooling. Carpooling Let's hear about that. a big one. So a lot of the dorm airmen, your their job, some of them's job isn't very far from the dorm. Some of them is very far. So if you don't have a car, you're definitely going to have to find a way to work. You're going to have to carpool either way. But if you do have a car, try to carpool couple times a week if you can with friends use your car one day use their car one day save gas save gas money um also if your work isn't very far from your work try to walk to work a couple days a week try to walk to the gym because mcguire fitness center isn't far from the dorms either walk to the gym walk to work if you can a couple times a week nice have you heard about the transportation initiative that we have coming up yes yes so not the newest one, but there was one a couple months ago, late last year, that we had. Yeah, so we had a transportation shuttle. for We, we tried it out for a little bit and then realized that uh, we needed to do it a little bit differently. But we're planning on rolling out another transportation shuttle service that's going to be free for, everyone, free for card holders. And that's coming probably within the next few months. That's awesome. So before the shuttle y'all had late last year, I didn't get a car until late November of last mm-hmm. year. So I took advantage of the shuttle and getting to appointments and getting to work and to home while nice. it was going. So right, well it we, helped me out. Yeah, so we that's coming. We're working through the final details. But when that comes out, maybe we, you won't even need the carpool. You can just try the base shuttle. Yeah, try the base shuttle. Yeah. It's efficient. They, got, they can get you from point A to point B. So. All right. Well, anything else? Any final comments or final notes for anyone? I got the Airman's Attic. The Airman's Attic long love thing we've had on base and it is so helpful for clothes shoes uniform things household items you go there and you didn't you cannot know you needed something but you see it and you (laughs) now need it and it is at your disposal things aren't expensive some things are free so just go take advantage of the things and the opportunities that they give you on base cool all right heather thank you so much for coming back on you're the first person to host their own msg mic'd up So thanks for putting together these notes and sharing your experience with your fellow airmen in MSG and across the joint base. Thank you for having me. And if you're in the MSG and you you also have an idea for MSG mic'd up, send an email to the MSG CAG and we'll get you scheduled.